him by sight. He said it was just too dark. The son of a bitch that did this wrote a letter to the editor bragging about it. Can you believe that? The rustlers called themselves ghost riders. I've never heard of them, Smoke said. Well, whoever they are, they're an evil bunch of bastards, Bartlett said. That's what Earl Ray said. And apparently, according to Sheriff Dennis, who has heard of them, that's the way they operate. Which bull is yours, Ben? Smoke asked. High dollar, Ben said. Yours? Prince Dandy. The two men wished each other good luck, then started into the stands to await the judging. As they walked by the refreshment stand, they were assailed by a sweet-smelling aroma. Save me a seat, Smoke, Pearlie said. I smell crullers. You want me to get one for you? No thanks, I'm fine, Smoke said. Smoke took his seat, and a few moments later Pearlie appeared, eating one cruller and carrying another. I told you I didn't need one. I got two for me, Pearlie said. By the way, they're about to bring out the bulls for judging. The gate at the far end of the arena opened, and the bulls, each of them led by a handler, paraded around the arena. A crew of judges stood in the middle of the arena, watching them walk by. Then the handler stopped and turned the animals to face the spectators. At that maneuver, the judges, each carrying a tablet and pencil, went by each bull, and after examining them closely, made notations on the tablet— then the judges met in the middle of the arena to make a decision. Prince Dandy is going to win, Pearlie said. What makes you think so? Well, you can see for yourself, Smoke. He's clearly the best-looking bull out there. You sound like Cal. As it turned out, Pearlie was right. Prince Dandy was awarded the honor of Champion Bull, and High Dollar came in second. Miss Sally is going to be real proud of Prince Dandy, Cal said. Well, I'm proud of the money he's going to make when I sell him, Smoke said. Sell him? Yes, sell him. The whole reason for buying H.R.H. Charles and Lady Bridget in the first place was to produce offspring I could sell. Well, yeah, I knew that, Cal said. But I thought that maybe, now that Prince Dandy has been judged best of show, I mean, he really is a champion bull now, I thought you might change your mind. Cal, we came to this show hoping Prince Dandy would win, so his value would increase. And I figure it just went up by about a thousand dollars. Yeah, Cal said. Yeah, I guess you're right. Anyway... H.R.H. and Lady can always have another calf, he said with a smile. And maybe he'll win, too. Five miles south of Brown Spur, Colorado. Four men, all wearing red armbands, were waiting just off the road at the top of a long grade. The stagecoach between Big Rock and Brown Spur would have to stop when it reached this point in order to give the horses a chance to recover their breath after the long, hard climb. Ha! 
one of the men said. Look at that, Taylor. I just pissed that grasshopper off that weed. You piss everyone off, Moss, Taylor said, and the other two men laughed. Fowler, do you see anything yet? Yeah, it just come around the curve down there, Fowler replied. Fowler was standing up on a rock precipice, the vantage affording him a good view of the road, from the curve at the bottom and all the way up the hill. I hope Reese is right, Newell said. I hope this coach is carrying money. I would hate to think we waited out here half a day for nothing. According to Reese, it's supposed to be carrying $1,500. If the money ain't there, Hannibal will deal with him, Taylor said. By now the four men could hear the sound of the stage, the driver's whistles, the snap of his whip.